Hey, welcome to our new Stair Chats podcast, where we chat on shares, not stairs. We're Tom31. My name's Aaron. I'm Sarah. And I'm Amy. Hiya. Welcome to episode two of Stair Chats. This week's theme is Faith Over Fear, but we'll get to that later. So, lads, what have you done throughout the week? Well, I've had uh, quite a busy sort of, what, second week in lockdown? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. A lot of work has happened really this week and a lot of pre-filming videos for um, the next couple of weeks. So. True, we've gotten quite good at our filming and our editing from having to do it so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think, yeah, I think this week was more of a work week, but I still had still had a bit of fun in the middle. Um, I actually took part in a virtual pub quiz this week. Oh yes, I also took part. Yes, I got Sarah to help me because everyone else in the quiz was in teams of their families. So it was just me and Sarah against the world, really. Yeah. I was on a Zoom call. You were. Yeah. But I thought that was really creative to do a virtual pub quiz. And actually, they're doing another one this week, so I think I'm going to take yeah, part yeah. again. Yeah. Honestly, the questions were pretty much impossible, though. I think we kind of sat there like, uh, for most of it. But that's me in a quiz anyway. Fair enough. We also did, um, we, just the other night, actually did a wee sort of movie quiz round on our Instagram story. Oh, hey. Yes. So we really hope you enjoyed that and took part in that because those videos took a lot of time to film. That's probably peak embarrassment for me, having to be a boulder. I just wasn't given the I just wasn't given the um, real creative roles, was I? Yeah, I'm. I was actually really proud of what we've done. So I've looked at the story a couple of times and just had a wee chuckle to myself, especially the Titanic one. How did you feel about your face being painted green, Sarah? <laughs> I was just about um, to ask that. So I don't like my face getting painted, um, but I got forced into it. And the green didn't come off that easily, so it took about five wet wipes. And it was still tinted green for a couple of days. <laughs> and that exact day was when we went to do our massive food shop in yeah. Tesco. So I just stayed in the car. Sarah refused to get out of the car. This is back in, back in October, was it? Um, yeah. November when we did these? Yeah. Yeah, so we had filmed those for our big quiz in Sydney. Shout out to you if you were there. Um, but, you know, we thought that it would be a wee bit of banter to share them with you again, so great fun. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This week, we, we also built the fort this week. We hard. decided to embrace our inner child, and we made a massive blanket and pillow fort in our living room, mm-hmm. which is really, really handy because we just took everyone's blankets that we all had ready, and we made this massive fort. And we watched High School Musical, the musical, the series. And we ate pretzels. We we homemade pretzels. We made pretzels. Made them, ate them. Good times. They were really good, to be fair. As you guys know, we got Disney Plus. We mentioned that last time in our podcast. Yes. Yeah. And I've actually, I've been thoroughly enjoying this. It's, it's like, it's a whole new world for me. Ew. We, <laughs> not gonna lie, haven't really watched too much on it yet. You know what I, I found on Disney Plus? Mulan 2. I didn't know that there was a second Mulan. I love Mulan, so... I think Mulan's one of the most underrated Disney princesses. Yes. She's also the only Disney princess with a body count for having attacked people. That's interesting. So she's got, she's really got, she's got strength. And she's, she's she fierce. She's a fierce woman, Mulan. Yeah, she is. <laughs> yeah, she is. <laughs> um, as a team, we've been watching High School Musical, the musical, the series. I think we're wait. are we waiting on episode four this week? Yes. Or three? Ep- no, four. I'm not sure. It's episode four. See, there's there was a song that Sarah kind of got addicted to. <laughs> I it's been in my head nonstop. I literally I go to bed and I hear it. I wake up. <laughs> Sarah, I hear. What does the song go back? I 
What is it if I could a million, uh, a million stories? On oh, no, a billion stories. And how about a billion oh, stories? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, what, what's the name of it? A billion stories. Right, look up a billion stories from High School Musical the High Musical the series, and you'll know that that's been stuck in my I head. I think for the about problem is. The key, I would say it's about two or three keys too high. Yeah, it, it really For the poor fellow. It, yeah, he, he was struggling a wee bit. But it brings us a lot of joy. And that episode yes. brought us a lot of joy. Yes, it does. And we're counting down till Friday, till our, till our episode four comes out. If you have Disney+, Plus, I would highly recommend this show. It's like reliving your childhood with High School Musical. Yeah, I'll tell you what else made me relive my childhood this week. Um, what? So on YouTube, they've started uploading like full length musicals so yes this week was joseph and the technicolor dreamcoat so i sat and watched that one night and you know what haven't seen it in years but you know it's a really good i've never saw it oh you need to watch it at some point so it's it's just a really good like film adaption of musical i really liked it and the best character is a hundred percent pharaoh oh pharaoh elvis pharaoh isn't it oh amy you spoiled it oh Whoops. Well. <laughs> I haven't even seen this. Well. <laughs> I saw it on someone's Instagram story. I, don't, I, I can't remember if I mentioned this or not, but if you know me at all, you will know that I love musicals. I, mu- musicals bring me such joy. So I can't... What's the one coming out this week? This week is uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Jesus Christ Superstar. I have never fully seen. So Neither have I. I shall be watching at okay. some point. It's a new musical experience for me. Yeah, um, I'm not too fussed on this. Um, both Amy and Aaron really like musicals, but like, I mean, I can give or take with them, really. I have been watching a show called Encore. I think I got these guys through I one episode of it. It's show. it's so cringy. This now this show is my life, oh everybody. My so, basically, what happens is, like, people who have put on a, a musical in high school, yeah. they'll get back together after like. Something between, sometimes it's 11 years, sometimes it's about 45 years. So they get back together and they put on the show again. So then you're seeing like 40 to 50 year olds like doing a musical of Grease. So the only episode that Sarah and me watched with Amy was Annie. Annie. And you know, there was just these like 35 year old people pretending to be like six. <laughs> yeah. But the thing it is, right, rare. right, the Annie episode was not the best. The Sound of Music episode, I cried. It's just... These, there's no dramatic annoying people. Like in other ways, sometimes there's always that one person there who kind of does your head in. People in the Annie one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, these people in Sound of Music, when they put it on again after thirty years or so, they all just—they were just so lovely, and they all just really appreciated musical theatre and yeah. just how wonderful and how freeing it could be to express yourselves through. I love. I really love musical theatre. I actually, so singing, dancing, and acting are not my top three. Um attributes skills they're not like in my skill set very much so my my dream of being on the theater was shattered Mm. but i just enjoy singing along really loudly and out of tune to Mm. the sound of music you know um one of the skills that i've actually gotten this week is hair cutting so i cut aaron and amy's hair because since i cut my own fringe that made me more qualified than everyone else you did have the scissors for it as well yes i had hair scissors as well. i only had um paper scissors mm, yes. not 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 paper scissors as in made out of paper but like for cutting for cutting paper yeah, yeah. you also had your first experience properly of cutting a guy's hair with a razor yes um i was a wee bit nervous at the start but i mean i would 
it took me quite a long time because I like I'm a wee bit of a perfectionist like I wanted to do it right so um if you need me to cut your hair next time Aaron it will be faster I don't think Sarah would want to cut my hair again no. how long did it take I I don't know quite I lost, a few hours I would say at least an hour and yeah, a half we did it quite late at night and I just I wanted be to go to bed but of course because <laughs> so my room has like a big mirror in it yeah. so that's where we did the hair cutting because it made sense to do it in front of the big mirror um but yeah it meant that i couldn't go to bed until amy's haircut was finished i think it reached a point where you were just lying in bed waiting for us to leave it was as my hair was falling to the floor that's true and we we only cut off i think about two inches but also yeah. my hair is not even that thick and it still no. took two hours so i can't imagine if yes, i had well, a thick hair you, you were like cut a wee bit at the start so i started mm-hmm. like trimming like i mean like such a small part like the way you trim your fringe and then you said cut more so i had to start it all over again so well normally i get about five inches off my hair but this time we just went for two or three because we didn't want to risk it i kept brushing over your piercings oh because i had to guess where her ear was and then sometimes i forget and just just really brush if any of you out there have like a cartilage piercing at the top of your ear you will know how painful it is when the hairdresser catches on it but it wasn't, you weren't as bad as my normal hairdresser. Thank you. She just forgets every time and yanks away at that. But Sarah was very considerate. Thank you. I am. So the other thing was, um, after because it was so late at night, like after we finished the haircut, the hair was just on the floor. <laughs> it was just there. I mean, it stayed there for a couple it, days it as well. It did stay there for a, a couple solid of few days. days. Um, because we were just busy doing other things. So it finally, on I think Saturday, got hoovered up. Um, into Henry so Henry is now filled with hair thank you Henry thank you Henry shout out to Henry the Hoover he's sitting right beside us but I I think I might have taken the hair thing a little bit far now because you really have (laughs) you've gone a wee bit extreme I don't think none of you can see me you can only hear me but if you could see me you would see that I've put bleach in my hair so Mm -hmm. not like not toilet bleach bleach. actually I was chatting to a friend and they thought I meant toilet bleach no not that so I I bought this box bleach bleach. from quite a like a reliable company and I've also ordered hair dye but it's just not something you typically do at home especially with dark hair no No. and I probably me and Aaron maybe have the same shade of hair but I think I would have quite dark hair compared to like the rest of the world so I've just we're just gonna wait and see how this goes because currently it's orange I mean it looks alright you can get away with it we're, we're we're trying to get by here. Do you want to tell them as well what happened whenever you were going to do the strand test? Oh, I forgot about this. Oh right. My, is that still on your table? The yes. Chunk of hair. Right. <laughs> One final story before we move on. So on the packet of bleach, it says to cut a strand test. And what you do is you cut off a bit of hair and then you use the bleach in it to check that your hair, like how long it has to be in for and what it'll look like. Yeah. So when I went to cut out a little bit of hair, I cut out... A chunk of my hair. It was, it was a lot. A big chunk, like like a really big. Because one. Sarah wasn't there, so I couldn't ask for his scissors. So I just got the scissors from the cupboard, and I cut out a chunk of my hair and put it in a peg, and it's currently just sitting on my desk. Lovely. Wonderful. It's a little memory, a little souvenir. Don't do that at home. Do not do this at home. No. Don't. Just pay someone to do it for you. I've learned the hard way. Where you could make friends with a hairdresser and then get them to do it for free. This is true. There's an idea. Or make friends with Sarah because she's an excellent hair cutter. Hairdresser. <laughs> I forgot the word for hairdresser. Okay. So we are going to move on to our next section of our podcast, um, which is called Ring. And in case you missed the other episode of our podcast, Ring is the section of our podcast where we call someone random from the Methodist Church and ask them a few questions. 
So if you were listening last week, you would have heard that we rang the wonderful Claire Stewart from Carnally. And this week, we're going to be ringing Galvin Taylor from Dundrum. So it's over to you, Amy. Thank you very much, Aaron. Let's ring Galvin. Gavin, it's Amy from Tom Team, and you're the surprise guest in our podcast this week. Da 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 da. Okay. Sounds like <laughs> a good idea to me. <laughs> so, would you rather every shirt you wear be kind of itchy, or only be able to use one ply toilet paper and just a normal amount for the rest of your life? Uh, the, the shirt thing. The itchy shirt? <laughs> yeah. You would wear an itchy shirt for the rest of your life? Well, I don't just using one sheet of toilet paper. Mm, fair. It is very, very thin. That would just that would get real. That would just get real awful real quick. You are correct. So, how's your day been going, Gavin? Tell us about your day. My day has been quite good. Started off with an online prayer meeting, uh, oh. which is awesome. Good to see that we have opportunities to be doing stuff online, even though we can't meet in person. Yes, um, yes. And then I was just working away on college stuff, and then I got really, really unproductive, so I uh, did some baking. Oh, that sounds like a lovely day. That's kind of like our last Friday. We got quite unproductive, so we just baked. Yeah. What did you make? It's a good distraction. Uh, cookies. Oh, I'd love some cookies right now. Yep. They were the chewy kind that has like enough chocolate in the middle. Oh, lovely. So tell us, Gavin, what is your least favourite mode of transportation? My least bit? Mm. Um, you know, I really don't like buses. I just don't. Sarah and I are not along. For, yeah. They just, they just, they stress me out, especially Dublin bus. I've got, like, it's not that, it's not that Dublin bus is bad, it's just that it always stresses me out when I try to get buses. I'm like, I don't, where do they come from? Where are they going? And when am I going to catch one? Where do they come from, Cotton Eye Jew? Yeah. So, exactly. Gavin, tell us, what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh, my biggest pet peeve. You're probably on the spot now. Um, let me think. Do you know when, no, oh, I was thinking of a pet peeve that I had earlier on. Not earlier on today, but earlier on the week. I was like, oh, that's something that really annoys me. But, oh, I remember what it is. When you go for a walk, but for whatever reason, you keep having to stop. So my dogs love sniffing at things. So if I'm going for a walk, I've got to stop every, like, three minutes. It's like, I'm not walking. I'm just... This I'm just, is the most Gavin pet peeve I've stopping. ever heard, Gavin. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Yeah, if I want to go for a walk, I want to go for a walk. I don't really like standing around while my dog sniffs. Do you know what? I think I'm oh. that pet peeve because I always stop to take photos. So Sarah and Aaron have to wait for me. So I think if there's like a solid reason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah. finally, Gavin, any words of wisdom before I hang up? Ooh, um, any words of wisdom? You know what? I would say um, take this opportunity to do things that you're not usually able to do. Um, so if that means having a little bit for me, I've found it's been a little bit extra time to spend a bit of time in my Bible. Um, because I try, like, I try to do it before I go to college, but I always find myself rushing. But since like I don't have to go to college anymore, I can find that I have more time to do things. So I've been playing guitar and, and worshiping in that way a lot more. I've been reading my Bible a little bit more. I've been able to take a little bit more time to kind of to pray and, and go for walks. Last week on your podcast, you were talking about like walking and praying in nature, and that's something that I love to do. I've been able to do that a bit more. Okay, I love that. Really, really love that, Gavin. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for calling. Oh, no worries. We'll chat to you soon. Have a great day. Absolutely. You have a fantastic day as well. Bye. Bye-bye. 
So earlier we mentioned about how our theme for this week's podcast is faith over fear. We thought that we would share a bit of our own experiences about this. Yeah, so for me, um, faith over fear is something that I kind of had to think about whenever we like sort of were suggested that we do this topic. And the one thing that stuck stuck out to me was um, last year, whenever I was sort of applying to Taunton, and I was kind of like, oh, this is a wee bit scary, because I was kind of like, this is my only plan, and I didn't really know if it was going to come into fruition, or if it was um, just sort of me in my own head going, oh, you should do this. Um, and so actually, for me, I was really just quite scared that I wasn't gonna get it, and then I wasn't gonna have any plans for the year, and then I was just gonna sit at home and really just not be doing anything. Um, but at that moment, um, God was like, no, I'm in this. Um, and so actually, I had to have faith um, that God was gonna provide something for me, even if it wasn't taunting. Um, and that actually, God would just lead me and open other doors if it wasn't taunting, or if it was taunting, he would lead me through those doors. Um, and so actually, that's really the, the example that I have of um, faith over fear in my life anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think um, when I was thinking about the topic of faith over fear, I was kind of thinking about how I've like stayed fearless during this time, or not that I have perfectly, but do my best to stay fearless. Mm-hmm. I think what I've been doing is I've been like worshipping to overcome fear. So I have this playlist, um, and it's called Worship Through This Storm. So this is like my new Spotify playlist. You can go check it out if you like. Um, but it's full of like warfare songs. So songs like Raise a Hallelujah by Bethel, Tremble by Mosaic, Sea of Victory by Elevation Worship, um, and Waymaker by Leland Worship as well. Um, and I think singing these songs um, has helped me to, for, for God to break into that fear um, and actually choosing to worship every day. And I've been trying to make a point to do that. And that's kept my, my fear at bay with what's happening in the world at the moment because I'm worshiping a God who I know is bigger. Um, and even though we have we might have fear in the big but we can have faith in the bigger I was reading a book the other day um, there's a book I'm going through with my mentor called Something Needs to Change and it talks about this guy who's on a journey through the mountains but at one point he looks out and he's really really scared of these mountains because he's climbing them they're massive um, but actually he starts to turn to God and looks at him and how he's the creator of the mountains so that phrase kind of came to my mind where we can have fear in the big but actually faith in the bigger I think worship is how I've reminded myself of that. Yeah. Um, for me as well, it's sort of um, what I've really had to put faith over fear was in uh, Tom team as well, when you're expected to go up and just talk in front of like a large group of people. Um, so really what got me through that is knowing that God is always like beside me and he won't ever leave me. And like he won't ask you to do something that he doesn't, like he knows that you can't do if that makes mm-hmm. sense like um there's he, he always tells you to do something that he knows that you can do um so it's just really me knowing that god is always there and um he overcomes fear so that's how mm-hmm. how have you guys um been overcoming fear in maybe the last few weeks i think the world kind of went into a bit of a fearful point and i think fear is quite contagious so how have you guys been battling that um, I suppose for me, like, so there's been a lot of, if you've been following along with our sort of Instagram story, 
Um, we've been sharing a lot of the times where Ren Collective have done a socially distant worship club. Yeah, class. Um, and then just the other night, uh, New Wine had worship rooms online. So really times like that where um, just people are united in worship, um, I've found really helpful because um, actually it helps me to sort of not forget about my fears, but it like lessens my fears. Um, of what's to come because I know that it's all in God's hands and he's got a plan for coming out the other side of this mm-hmm. um, so really yeah just actually spending some really intentional time worshipping even if it might be a little bit awkward because you're standing in your living room having a baby <laughs> time um, and you know you're maybe worried about people who are walking past but it's actually just about giving it all to God yeah yeah I love that and um, there's actually a story that I was reading there was a sermon that I heard from my church that was um, like recorded and put out and I looked at a story in 2 Kings 6, and I'm just really briefly going to share it. So there's this guy called Elisha, and he's a prophet. Um, you'll read about him in the books of Kings. And basically, he was up against this massive army. So basically, him and his servant were against this massive army of like chariots and stuff. Um, and the verses say, um, When the servant of Elisha got, uh, got up and went out early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. And he goes, oh my goodness, what are we going to do? Oh no. Um, and then Elisha says, don't be afraid. Those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And now picture the scene. It's you and one other person against this entire army. And then the other guy goes, sure, there's more of us. I think I would be standing there incredibly confused. Um, but then Elisha prays and he says, open my servant's eyes, lords, that he may see. Um, and actually then the servant realized that um, God was totally on their side. Um, that in these battles when we have faith in God he's on our side um, and the servant saw um, kind of a glimpse of horses and chariots um, kind of re- like represents like God and his angel armies um, and actually remember that God is on our side so even though it looked like it was two against thousands um, it was actually thousands versus two and God which is always going to be more I think that really <clears throat> that really helps me with remembering a bit of perspective in this time yeah um I've tried to go out on like quite a few walks, obviously once a day, um, because um, how I interact um, with God is usually through nature. So I'd be going on a walk, um, not running because I'm not about running. Um, and I would see all the runners and then just, if you overlook um, the people and you see all the nature, just how like peaceful it is it sort of like reminds me that god is always in the peace over because people are all getting like really hyped up and really quite scared but if you just rest in god's presence then it's just really calming and reassuring so that's usually how i well during this time have stopped being fearful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. no god's definitely in the middle of it all i think yeah. is what we've all been learning um, so a while ago we asked on our Instagram story for some of your questions around this theme of faith over fear and uh, we did get a few responses back so we thought we'd maybe discuss a few of them. So our first question is does faith help me with all types of fears for example um, a fear of spiders uh, compared to just bigger fears so this really challenged me this question because anyone who knows me will know I have a phobia of spiders and a lot of people will laugh when I say that but it's actually quite like a serious fear that I've definitely been challenged in this but I don't think I've ever really gone to God with this fear um, so my first answer of course is that God cares about 
even what we would call the smaller things and um, god cares about every single aspect of your life and even if those fears seem really like stupid um, know that actually like fear exists and god still cares about it so this really really challenged me and actually we're not created to live in fear no matter what we're afraid of and um, i think there's practical tips to kind of get over these fears with god and um, knowing that he will help you with them so knowing firstly that growth takes time and the bible is, has a massive theme of growth throughout it um, and also just renewing your mind so trading these f- things that bring you fear um, and actually filling your mind with things that honor god and things that proclaim that he is bigger and um, the bible also commands us to be strong and courageous so joshua 1 9 was our verse for soulmates and it says be strong and courageous for the lord your god goes with you so i think when we carry those kind of promises that will help us with any sort of fear and no matter how big or how small it is yeah and um, so sort of whenever i was thinking about this question and um, the verse that came to mind was um matthew 17 verse 20 and um, so it says he replied because you have so little faith truly i tell you if you have faith as small as a mustard seed you can say to this mountain move from here to there and it will move nothing will be impossible for you and um, so really like that's really stood out to me because i was kind of like you know what that's truth from god and that's so that's what Jesus is saying here. Um, and actually, um, it doesn't matter the size of your faith, if your faith is as big as the mountain itself, or if um, your faith is just a tiny little, I don't know if you will, if you know what the size of a mustard seed is, but it's really small, like it's smaller than a grain of rice. Um, so really, like it's just incredible to see um, how God is actually saying that if you have faith as small as that mustard seed, then you're going to be able to move mountains and so really faith will help you with anything between the size of that mustard seed and a mountain which is a lot yeah and even on that topic of of having fear god tells us to go to him with whatever our burdens are and whether it's a phobia whether it's a massive crippling fear whether it's something that's really really causing you um, anxiety um the bible constantly reminds us to present our requests to god like philippians 4 6 to 7 says don't be anxious about anything but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to god and luke 11 talks all about the lord's prayer and that ask seek knock kind of passage where it says pray in boldness and pray in faith believing that god can help you in this so firstly don't be afraid to talk to god about these things i know maybe they i think when you're so close to a situation it feels like oh i can't talk to god about this maybe he's surely he's busy running the universe and doing all that kind of stuff but actually pray in boldness that he cares about the small things as well what you consider small because if it's important to you it's important to god um yeah so um my verse is deuteronomy 31 verse 6 um it's a well similar to amy's um it says be strong and courageous do not be afraid or terrified because of them for the lord your god goes with you he will never leave you nor forsake you so in everything that we do in life um, and we experience the bigger small fears um, we know that we aren't alone and that God is um, actually with us in that so um, he can, we can always overcome um, fear because God is there to help us. Yeah so that, that's the exact verse that is being quoted in Joshua so it's, it's actually a real constant reminder um, that the fact that people, leaders in the Bible keep quoting these verses and saying it to their people who are feeling fear and um, knowing that actually the Lord your God goes with you.
So um, I think we have time for another question. So the next one is, how can you discern between faith and reason? Yeah, so to elaborate on that question a little bit more, I think it means, um, how do you discern between logical fear, so not sticking your hand in fire because you'd be afraid of getting yourself burned, um, but then discerning between that and maybe fear that holds you back from things that God actually wants you to do. How do you tell when the fear is from God? I found this question really, really, really interesting. And it really caused me to think a lot because I think people don't look at how faith and reason can work together. I think people look at them maybe as separate because they're like, well, your faith doesn't make sense. But actually God's given you a brain and he's given you a brain for a reason. And I think it depends on what you feel is holding you back. So if danger is holding you back, because logically what you're taught to do is not to put your hand on a fire, if that's what's holding you back and that makes sense to you and that sells well with you, I think that is totally fine. And that is obviously fear that comes from God protecting you. But if you're maybe afraid of people looking at you in a weird way because you're a Christian, if you're maybe afraid of what others are going to think, if you're afraid of messing up your words because you don't want to share Jesus with someone, I think those are the points when we can look at the Bible and see characters who felt the same thing and what they did. So say, for instance, it was talking to people. We look at Moses, who had, a, who had a stutter and a speech impediment and was really, really afraid of people judging him for that. And God said, but I'm going with you. It's that same reminder we had before. So I think maybe looking in the Bible and seeing if there's characters that have faced the same situation, because a lot of the time there is. Great. Um, so we really hope that that answered a few of your questions around faith over fear. Um, so we're just going to pray now. Let's pray. God, we thank you um, for what you say in the Bible um, and what you say about having faith over fear. God, we thank you that um, with you, there's no fear that we can't overcome. And God, we thank you um, for how you tell us that even if our faith is as small as that mustard seed, um, that we can overcome fears as big as mountains. Amen. Amen. So just like last week, we are going to set you guys a challenge to complete and we want you to film it upload it to your Instagram story and tag us at Team On Mission. Our challenge for this week is to make a sculpture out of cutlery. So the most creative one wins. This means no sharp knives or other utensils, just cutlery. Once you've taken a photo of it, upload it to your story and tag us. We can't wait to see how you guys complete the challenge. Yes, yeah, so get as creative as possible. Um, so that's all we've got time for today. Um, but we had a great time and hope you did too. So make sure to keep an eye out on our social media at Team on Mission uh, for more posts and tune in to our live stream on Sunday night at 7pm for an Easter Sunday special um, on the IMYC Facebook page and Instagram. Bye! Bye! Bye.